0: Greetings. Greetings to all of you and welcome to the Beyond Earth show, Are We Really Alone? I'm Ray Trujillo, your host on today's March 11th, 2023 transmission. Um, It's amazing that we're uh, in coming with the spring equinox and so much magic and divinity to begin to ignite within all of us. And so I truly, as always, hope that all of you had a very magical lovely two weeks past and um, one thing I want to just preface is that to all of this the new generation of seekers and the former generation of seekers and basically everyone who has the insight and the proclivity and the curiosity and the integrity um such as star seed beings, those that align with the Christ consciousness, the Buddha consciousness, universal cosmic consciousness, all of the beautiful and divine that's magnanimous for the soul. I just want to extend out to you that these are very, very uh, let's say times of reinforcement, times of reawakening, resurrecting, uh, times of revitalization, and reflection, and so. When we seek into the ethers and we seek into the present and we reflect from the past and even the recent past into our present moments and then also to our expansive future horizons in which we manifest our desires in which we also implement our hard work, discipline, dedication, there's so much to consider on a minutely basis, daily basis, weekly, monthly and all in accordance with perhaps our divine laid plans, so to speak, or our intellectual plans, our physical health plans, our spiritual plans, our love plans, our friendship plans, our relationship plans, and so there is this extra, let's say, reinforcement again that i I just I think that might be the theme for right now, the reinforcement of such magnanimous energy that does permeate through and around all of us and to help awaken our fellow brothers and sisters and our neighbors and across the pond, across the world, across this hemisphere into the next and so forth. And so when we are in literally this plethora, let's say of um, informative um, information that is with the, the, there's a degree of, difficulties with the um, imperative information and then misinformation and a great deal to contend with. Yet, when I speak of the plethora of informative notions, I'm speaking of the wisdoms of the ages, the wisdom of the soul, the wisdom of the integral aspects. And so we do encounter many amazing, informative teachers, speakers, healers, counselors, authors, some musicians, artists, so many and beautiful activists out there that just really are communing with one another to help the world to be a better place. And that's inclusive of doctors, lawyers, our police, our firefighters, our forest rangers, our marine biologists, and I mean, I could go on and on, but basically, I'm extending all this to all of the light workers in any format, those that wear many hats, those that have one individual hat, but you want to extend into um, adding more hats upon your list of what your purpose is upon this earthly realm. And so when we look upon that observation of how we integrate, all of these beautiful light workers and just add on anything to that list, you know, our engineers, our truck drivers, our, you know, our chefs, everything, the people that help us with everything that we need for infrastructure. they are such an important dynamic that we all have our dharma and it's our intermittent dharma. And we also have our long-term dharma, our life's mission, our life's journeys. And in everything that we do, everything that we entreat upon, that we assist someone or an animal or the world in that component. And so in that cumulative aspect of these notions, your existence is extremely paramount. Your exact manifestation of who you are, who you are to become as well, is so vital and so imperative because we are raising up and we're having Truly, everyone hears and discusses, of course, uh, the planetary awakening, but in essence, we truly are living amongst and within that vessel. And so when we consider these facts, in which I prefaced, that in this world when we reach a certain demographic, uh, let's say, and even those that attempt to expand through the ethers, And when I say of um, by way of quantum leaping, that's what comes to mind. Um, When we quantum leap through the force fields and we're leaping across space and time and we entreat upon the minds and also the cellular functions and the biofield and the astral bodies of the recipients that truly also desire to link up, to assimilate and to have their spiritual intellect broadened. Expanded and so forth, and when we continue to evolve with ourselves and thereby with each other as well, there's this increasing growth of self actualization. And so, to self actualize in conjunction with our dharma and our manifest laid plans, our plans laid manifest, however you want to put that together, but in essence. This is the divinity of our being. And so self-actualization and apply that with your meritorious construct, with your own persona, with your own karmic details. We all have our own ratio of good and bad within us through previous lifetimes. And if you don't believe in karmic lifetime reincarnation, that's fine. But I'm just speaking across the board here. So if someone does not want to delegate themselves into that possibility, there is the law of giving and taking and putting into the ethers and receiving from the ethers. And so the law, like in the Ten Commandments, that thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, and so forth. So everyone kind of gets my idea there, but just let's put it all together here. And coalesce with the notion of the good actions equal a good result, even if it's not immediate, yet bad action equals a negative reaction, negative consequence. So in essence, the true reality of karma uh, does apply to all. It just might be a different terminology for everyone. So, but I'm just going to use karma for these instances in which I express. And so When we extend from self-actualization and we actually apply with our dharma and we have our soul's intention, and I've spoken previously about our soul's emergence and the evolution of our souls and how to contend with perhaps not so positive third-dimensional earthly wrenches that are thrown in at times. To all of us, upon w- w- however variables one wants to consider, yet taking from that, I want to apply the cosmic frequencies and how much is in true alignment with all of our own inner visions and our external visions. Everything that we're doing with our shadow work with ourselves and with our perhaps our child our inner child work with ourselves, and in our present adult self as well. So even if you're 10 years old right now, or if you're 110 years old right now, these notions apply to all of us. So I do want to bring up before I forget, um, we had a beautiful alignment of Venus and Jupiter. And the reason I mentioned that is because it is very much in alignment with that alignments in alignment with what I'm speaking of in many ways. And so when, uh, I would, I think March 1st and 2nd, we had a truly, truly magnanimous alignment. It was Venus and Jupiter, all of you or some of you or whoever got to see it, it was outstanding. It was gorgeous. And there was a tremendous shift involved with that alignment. And so Venus, everyone knows, and I'll just enlighten it in addition. It's truly the planet of love, beauty, purification, and you can apply renewal, regeneration with that, and so much more. And then we have Jupiter, which is also the planet of expansion. There's generosity alongside with the Jupiter planet. And so I'm just going to insert this now, though. When we think of Saturn, the planet, there's the it's the great deal of involvement of karmic being and the father planet and so forth. And so when we think of Jupiter, also there's a karmic distribution with that planet as well. So with Jupiter, there's a great deal of that. So if you look at the Venus and Jupiter combination, when there's this alignment there, and you're serving your greatest good, your highest good for yourself and therefore also unto humanity and to the world. And you're living your most efficient self and you're working and striving towards the additional evolution of yourself. And so we all start somewhere, right? So having compassion for ourselves, having a healthy pace for ourselves to alleviate the pressure that we are perhaps naturally preconditioned at pressure to get things done or move quickly or move at a rapid space or in pace, um, as opposed to maybe our neighbor or our colleague or a coworker or a friend that might be moving in a different type of, of streamlined. But we all have our own unique karmic timeframes in the divine surplus of this life. And so I bring this up because the Venus-Jupiter alignment did propagate a very plentiful shift. And so some of you may have experienced a more of an exacerbation with sensitivities, yet through uncovering those sensitivities, transcending through the veil of yourself, learning and recognizing maybe patterns that don't serve you patterns that do serve you and also in conjunction with the virgo full moon that we had which is a complete purification and so bad habits leaving us now good habits inserting now so um i bring this up because with jupiter as well with that generosity that benevolence that magnetism of beautiful karma and to dissolve any negative karma and i speak of karma in the way of that the force field of the law and order of the divine law so when we have karma yes it there's this um, casual way of that someone say well they're going to get their karma well the universe, God, the Holy Spirit, the ancestral kingdom, the celestial being kingdom, designates and overrules and Archangel Azrael. we can go on and on, I, I can go on and on, um, but Archangel Metatron, Archangel Azrael, Anubis, uh, there's the keepers, the recorders of our actions. And so in the holy book, the book of life, there's a definite record of every action, that's good, and every negative action, but then what positive actions have we taken to counteracting negative action, and even actions that we were ignorant upon, but if there's an action that was with complete malicious intent, and that is something that I will leave for your own interpretation, but I'm going to speak on the basic intrinsic values of the yin and yang, positive, negative, negative. On a very normal basis, so the normal to be human is to err, to be human is to have some flaws, but God made us in his vision to make us perfect, yet we have this third world to contend with, so I'm going to keep it at that, uh, as far as in that spectrum of just the normal good and the normal bad, okay? So I'm not going to extend into the Jeffrey Dahmers of the world and mental um, and sociopathic um, frequencies. So I'll leave it at that. But when I speak of this, when we apply with the construct of our self-love, which I've spoken of before, and I'll speak of it time and time again, self-love, actualization, prospering with your soul's intention to equate the whole sum of your abundance, and that's in spiritual abundance love abundance financial abundance manifest abundance the joy the joie de vie the extreme elation of the soul that continues and continues and if you face a tribulation or trial in which we all have trials we know what to contend with and we know how to whether or not when we shall stay on the cross when we shall climb down the cross and keep going and so That is basically what I want to extend with for this moment. So when we look upon the benevolence of Jupiter and Venus with the full moon Virgo, and my goodness, in addition to everything that's already ongoing planetarily wise and disclosures of all sorts, the truth of oneself, the truth of a collective, um, let's say, In a collective notion of society where truths are being unveiled, the Holy Spirit, God's kingdom is within all of us working through us. And this extends into the Buddha Christ, you know, the Buddha Christ consciousness, the Shekinah um, for you that have um, your own interpretation of what God is for you. This is a show for everyone and it's respective to your own integration and your own life's journey Yet, for simplistic sake, I will reference just one or two, three at certain times intermittently. So, when we construct within ourselves and we apply that construct and we are steadfast with the discipline and that virtue of ourselves that we all have, even if it's one goal that we have, even if it's one negative habit or one positive habit that we want to replace the negative habit with we are thereby winning each moment and each time space and in the frequency of our allocation of our use of our energy and our use of our time on this earth. So really pay attention if it interests you or if you already know, and there's so many people who know so much about, um, astrology. I, I c- couldn't ever imagine even, um, having that much, um, ability to uh, examine charts and so forth. So there's amazing astrologers out there. But I speak of in the cosmic frequency, what I know that everyone can learn. And when we apply those beautiful frequencies into our daily existence, and we pay attention to the rhythms, to the patterns, and we see consciously, wow, my personal endeavor, this galaxy, I'm, I'm placed perfectly. In this universal time, in this galaxy, in this world, and I'm going to extend with my personal endeavors. I'm going to extend with my goals that I may not have even known or knew that or known that I was aware of in my deeper self, in my rooted self, in my shadow self, what I'm uncovering. So now there's more truth of myself to be known. So when you apply the principles of the planetary forces, the karmic benevolent forces, to align with your own force field, your biofield, your materia, your mata, your, all of the goodness that you behold, and the, the tilting towards the negative that we all face with our negative fear separative egos and things like that that we want to learn. But when we do go through our personal endeavors when we enter and confront that we ignite with the fervor and within that fervor that is within all of us and I want to say expanding with so expansive with just like Jupiter, the expansive energy, just like God, how God wants us to, you know, multiply, to magnetize, to create, to literally extend the hall of mirrors and to just keep replicating goodness, 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 negating negative, 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 right? So when we expand on that with our critical thinking, um, with our energy that we work with, what we insert into the ethers, what we place into ourselves, what we insert into the world, And we have heard this, that, um, you know, what we give, we shall receive. And I love St. Francis of Assisi, so I think it's fitting for me to mention a quote of prayer from St. Francis of Assisi that it is in giving that we ultimately receive. And that's by memory, but some may state it. um, it isn't through giving that we receive. So um, I don't want to ever misquote anyone, but that's from memory. So I want to just speak of that. And, you know, there's these Tibetan proverbs also that speak of that the signs from the soul essentially come suddenly as the sun enters our awakening world. And so when we apply from Eastern, Western, universally, everything pretty much is speaking a very, very, very similar language. So when our signs from the soul come silently, Those are the patterns and what we give into the world and what we receive from the world, from the divine frequency, the divine surplus, the divine supply. And so when the sun enters our awakening world, what do we do with that sun that enters our awakening world? Do we illumine ourselves? Do we remain in this illumined consciousness? And do we stay there? And it is normal for us as humans, of course, to stay there as long as we can and then the normal notion of our the way that we are conditioned to naturally go back into perhaps a slight regression and so this is what we have to contend with on earth so you could be the master in martial arts but then there's always going to be something else that you have to learn and contend with and renew and practice and that practice that continual perpetual practice makes your form perfect for that moment. And by continuing practicing, and so I extend that for martial arts into your personal study of yourself. So your personal study of your own persona, your character traits, your behavioral traits, your spiritual traits. And What forces do you want to apply within yourself to perfect yourself, to make yourself as perfect as God wants you to be? And so let me go back to when St. Francis of Assisi, in the prayerful affirmation um, of literally that it is in giving that we ultimately receive, when I speak of that statement, that prayerful statement, when we apply that thought construct, truly, truly. Assimilate that with right thought, form, function. The energetic output ratio truly is that. that I, I want to portray it this way, that if we assimilate that, and we align with that, and we open through the veil, we go through the doorways and the hallmarks of ourselves, essentially, that we have our soul's rightful inheritance. So when we work with our soul's rightful inheritance, that inheritance is of our good action, our good karma, our goodwill. And in the linear components of the world, in the nonlinear spectrums of the world, when we foster our goodwill, we thereby enhance a further recipient mentality of that reciprocal good and the powerfully dynamic good, let's say. Um, There is such a delivery system there in which our force fields truly experience that boomerang effect of all that is in the altruistic state of goodness. So when we speak of and we refer back to, it is in giving that we ultimately receive. Well, that's if I see an artist who completed their life's work. I am so thrilled for that person. I am so happy that farmer created the most beautiful garden i'm so happy that that trucker made it across the ice you know the ice roads and every i'm like oh my god thank god that they're safe thank god they're okay well what do you think of a natural organic thought with joy and this is even with oh one of my bestest friends completed something amazing and got their new job or they just landscaped their home perfectly oh my goodness i'm so happy well reveling in that happiness i'm giving very simple Examples here, but when we have that simple happiness and we insert that ratio that energetic component the output ratio We also receive because the universe holds on to a space for all of us that think in that natural Altruistic pattern of we are happy for others and when we learn to be happy for others also um, Instead of which is normal it's normal for everyone to go through this at our time and space in life, especially if you're in competitive sports, of course you want to win. Of course, you know, if you want to get your four point. Now it's like 4.8 GPA. You want to get your extra credit. You want to get the best you want to, you know, get your valedictorian status, your salutatorian status, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, the compensation is within ourselves, right? So if we're naturally wishing good for everyone, But then how do we treat ourselves? Are we competitive with ourselves? And that can be a good thing at times, but we have to learn the balance of let's give back to ourselves also. So if you're in that placement of that, you love everyone, you want everyone to succeed, everyone to prosper and foster their goodness. And you just love it when people win. But then you're like, how come I'm not winning though, but I'm happy for others. Well, look within and speak to yourself that I deserve to win also. I've actually put the energy out there in the world where I'm happy for everyone else. Wow, guess what? I deserve to be happy for myself at the same time. So when I go and I speak in of the recipient mentality, I also speak of that in the reciprocal state for yourself, of the reciprocal good and that powerful dynamism, that of the internal force field of your altruistic goodness manifesting that for yourself. You have every right, your rightful inheritance to wish good for yourself. And so there's others, though, that, again, like I preface, that I will not speak of. um, I'm going to just limit with this for now, but I'll bring in in a moment here that if you have like a a neighbor that's completely combative and a completely disagreeable uh, construct of personality and they're. They're battling with this inferiority and superiority complex that's hidden through a very falsely inflated ego. And they do not know how to contend with the real world. Um, That's a whole different application. I'm not speaking of people like that, but I can speak of how to contend with people like that, where you shield yourself and you just know that your goodness belongs to you. It's your rightful inheritance and you deserve to push through the veil, push through the doorways. And essentially, let your soul's rightful inheritance work through you and for you. And just ask God, ask the Holy Spirit, ask Buddha consciousness, ask the universal supreme, the goddess that rules and lives within all of us to perpetuate the goodness. Ask God to help. Just say, God, help me love myself. Help me to persevere with tenacity and strength and fortify my wisdom. Help me to recognize that I can deserve this. And so, When we go into that, there's also the notion with the altruism. And so when we speak of like particles, uh, let's say um, there's particle atoms of goodness. And when you have the enforcement of where there's zero expectation of if I do a good deed for someone, that they'll do something good back for me. Do it with just the fact that you're doing it and that you're literally reverting it Into the world. And so when we use the cosmic frequencies to assist us, and we have our galactic consciousness and our galactic kingdom that observes us through all space and time, there is the majesty of that frequency that lives within all of us. And so the things that we cannot see, the things that are not tangible, the things that are intangible, that are through the dimension. So I'm going to speak about that also. But I do want to say, and um just extend for this moment that the intention set forth for the ultimate pure goodness is truly the whole sum that equates to the divinity of the surplus of the divine supply so when we are in our inherent divine goodness you know that's our divine power that's our divine magic of goodness that expands and it grounds us in it truly increases and enters our soul's continual evolution, and so, essentially, when one focuses on the expansive of the evolution of the self, there is this transcendental tilt that we are observed with. But when we enter that transcendental, let's say, yeah, tilt um, towards something that is greater and beyond what we can see, hear, and feel, what's tangible. What's you know versus what's the intangible? Um, There's this heretic dictum that I love to express that um, you most all of you've heard this, but as above, so below. And so, truly, when you ponder that as above and so below, there's more to this world. Of course, there's more to this earthly dimension, and that's why we're here today because there's an intrigue in what is beyond this earth. What do we really know? Right. And so I like to cover a lot of fundamental aspects um, intermittently because these things are very important to to foster within the self and to just expand and to consider. And so I ask just in this moment that ponder further with this, that just for a moment upon these notions, because this is truly the baseline of all that is exponentially grand magnificent and stellar and celestial right so when we assimilate with that utility of the hubris magic you know our hubris our human aspects and when we apply that in accordance with initiating the principles of god the holy spirit the buddha consciousness the christ consciousness the the shekinah you know the natura materia the the material world mother gaia the goddess the the natural world's inherent uh, spirit being. And also, you know, we could even go into the uh, ancient Egyptian energies, of course, that really, truly, I, I should actually talk about that more, but the sun god Ra, Bast, Sekhmet, the Anubis of all, the the how we all have this universal language where there's a hall of records and so forth. And so when we look upon that goodness and we look upon our, divine rightful inheritance we have every right to learn more about ourselves to be patient with ourselves to have compassion with ourselves and to be happy for ourselves and to recognize that we deserve the best for ourselves and you know when when we speak of let's say the lunar um, notion in which um the lunar the goddess diana the the lunar goddess um When we literally look at that and we look at father time and we look at the space and the yin and yang of all of the elements and our elemental biofield and um, our astral star, our etheric body in this third dimensional plane, my goodness, we are completely in this grand coexistence within our inner selves and our external selves and with. In conjunction with our soul star, which is part of, of course, our etheric body, our corpus, our you know, carnate, our incarnate fields, our genetic memories, um, we have genetic dispositions. Um, but when we truly look at all of that and the elementals and how we coexist in this beautiful, cohesive, harmonious way, that through the land of the living the here and now in our flesh with our bones, our blood, the circuitry of everything. Literally, when we think of our mind, our brain and the circuitry and the synapses, and I I could go on and on, but I mean, how remarkable, how remarkable are we? So when we're in that circuitry of everything in itself, so there's a circuitry within a circuitry of a circuitry, right? But when we work with that in the most miraculous form and function, in that state of awareness, and we ponder further, just thinking, just imagining, truly contemplating on how splendid and spectacular each and every one of you that are here with us today and people who are not here with us today, just how amazing and how miraculous our existence truly is. And so when we really ponder and just sit with that, even for a nanosecond, it is something that we need to remind ourselves, you know, throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year, even then. And so I, I do want to expand further, though, to consider that if we place the adaptation of our intellect, our spiritual essence, our empathic principles, our magical traits, our, um, let's say, our persona, um, our behavioral traits, um, We are all unique, of course, right? And so we're unique. Each and every one of us is truly unique. Our fingerprints, our soul's blueprints, it's even more spectacular with our uniqueness. And yet we have so much similarities combined with that uniqueness. And so we all have a right. And this further is to, I guess, amend to my statement that we have our soul's divine rightful inheritance to prosper, to better ourselves, to resurrect from any tribulation, from any transgression, from anything that we want to, uh, let's say, um, battle through or to transcend through, transform through, right? So let's just hold on to that. I want to bookmark that for a moment, and I want to just delve into that this dimension, this third dimensional plane that we all exist with and we coexist and we attempt with harmony with our unique blueprints. Yes. So we have that in within our inherent divine awareness into everything we do, everything that we commit to, everything in essence that we behold of with the intention to literally with application and notifying ourselves of the laws of karmic retribution, the notice of the momentum of overall grand design of right thought action, when we hold on to that and apply that to everything I just discussed, we go into manifestation magnetism principle. So this principle in which we can discuss further and further, of course, but Overall, in a general spectrum, I just want to speak of this that in the overall grand design of that right thought action, and as well as when we have the contrary, when we feel the adverse of goodness, the opposite that does creep up into every one of us throughout our earthly measurable time of frame of what, how we're here. But, and that's the fear based, negative, false, separative ego, self doubt, you know, lacking self love, not being assured of ourselves, and those constructs in those natural constructs, okay, that we at times cannot avoid, but we can work with as long as we have recognition of that. But when we are faced with those adversary components, those elements that we do contend with throughout our lives, and also those of others that inflict upon us as well. But when we apply the magnetism, that manifestation principle towards ourselves. When we have that morally, the good morally inclined notion in the individuals, um, I guess that when we observe other individuals and we witness the dichotomy of the true notion of good versus evil, and when we have the contentious energies of such that I would say, I know I said I'm not going to bring up the the, uh, extreme version, but I'll just for a moment... When we do face the deplorable notions and disconcerting notions, perhaps of even a family member or a friend or a colleague or someone who is not in the right thought form action, that's a bit um, on the more of that uh, a deleterious uh, type of um, malicious downward spiral. Let's say we have to really amp up our superpowers and I'm speaking to of like in the global action in the world of what we face. And so that's what I want to just state that when we deal with the superpowers of ourselves in the God light, in the army of God, and in that truly magnanimous power of the communing forces, okay, let's just state that again the communing forces of love and of the holy light, we can truly, truly battle anything that is in the negative. So, we can combat that in a communal way and we reconstitute the levels and we level out essentially these ongoing battles of good and bad that are within our internal spectrum and globally. So I just wanted to say that because God always wins and thereby you always will win. And so no matter how we are posited, you know, if if we have a natural inclination to think negatively or if we have natural inclination to think positively, utilizing the spectrum of critical thinking and self-love and discernment with wisdom, then there's a place in which you can tilt, as long as you tilt at the 51% ratio plus. And I can talk about that further, of course, but that is something that I think is a really good fundamental foundational aspect to launch from further when we want to manifest, we want to posit more positivity in the world that Do we think in the right thought action for ourselves and for others? And at what ratio are we tilting? So, I believe perhaps maybe the reason, maybe that I'm feeling compelled, let's say, to speak of these notions is that many, many of you out there, especially right now, need this reminder again and again to just hold strong and hold vigilantly to all of your reinforcements because we are all here to exist. In this exact moment to share with one another the reflecting mirror of God's creation, God's reflection, the armor of God, the armor of the universal love, the Holy Spirit protection, the cosmic consciousness truly that is within us. And we have archangels that surround us. We have our celestial beings. We have our ancestral beings. We have so many beings of love and light that visit us, observe us, work with us, and remind us to not give up. So I don't, I don't want to. Um, I don't mean to digress here, but there's so much to discuss. So I'm trying to summarize the, my thought forms for you. But when we do truly unite and commune with our fellow light workers and our star seed initiates and our companions, our friends of all walks of cultural and spiritual, you know, inclinations and religious, non-religious, whatever thought form. But as long as there's this positivity that lives within, and as long as there's at least that 51% ratio tilting towards or increasingly tilting towards more of the positive as opposed to the negative, goodness gracious, we have a total win incoming the influx of the wind is definitely being birthed and rebirthed and many of you out there will you know can state that yeah we're definitely going to planetary rebirth we're ongoing in the Aquarian age and of the planetary awakening and shifts and on so many spheres politically, culturally socially spiritually i mean all sorts demographically I-, I could go on and on but i will just remain with this thought so so when we commune and that's a word to commune and so when we commune our collective thoughts when we commune the gathering to do a sacred virtuous blessing to do a sacred prayer to commune with nature to commune with the fairy magic to commune with the elemental magic to commune with our light workers to commune with our fellow brother sister to commune with our celestial beings our ets the holy spirit our angelic realm we commune there's so much power to pause it into the ethers when we posit those plans of communing. So when we commit to multifaceted constructs of our soul's intention, our purpose and multi purposes, I want to express that multi purposes because we are all limitless and we have to remind ourselves that we're limitless. Only others have told us that we're limited, even ourselves. So this is another friendly reminder to transform yourself from the bounded frequency to where you are in your soul's liberation. And when I speak of the soul's liberation, I'm speaking of that you are literally free from the confines of what you formerly knew to be truth, form, and fact. But you've evolved from that and you've grown from that you've enhanced from that and you see everything from a 50,000 aerial view vantage point like much like an eagle and so and you can also see in the depths of the ocean you see everything below as above so below and so forth and so forth so um th- when i when i do speak of though committing to these let's say plans um multifaceted constructs of our soul's intention i do want to express, though, that we have in that purposefulness, when we manifest through in accordance with our meritorious state, and we're thorough, and we're highly effective, and we are confident with our graces, and that we confront our destinies, that we literally are diligently working to modify any conflicts, trials, tribulations, transgressions that perhaps have been contentious upon us from others and even ourselves. But when we do work diligently to modify and improve those frequencies alongside with whatever um, our karmic retributions are, whatever um, I would say are what we confront, what we want to combat, what we want to improve with, that's when the true manifestation can begin because we can be steadfast with that we can learn to hold steadfast with gratitude when we do seem to achieve, even if it's, my goodness, I learned how to uh, continue with a good habit. My conscious reconditioning is completely working for me. I, I'm i now remembering to put my clothes away or uh, I'm remembering to uh, send my bills out on time, Eat whatever it might be, really small or that literally I solved uh, the rocket scientist formulation you know what however it may be grand or small there's no such thing as petty in this law of the transcendence of your soul's actualization your self-actualization the integration of your growth but it's learning though truly to hold on to that gratitude that you deserve to have the gratitude and you extend that gratitude out. So that gratitude comes back to you. The goodness comes back to you. The goodness reflects back to you and the doors continue to open. And so when we do grow with that, and let's say that, um, even, even the most seemingly most simple notion of planting something in the ground, planting well, the acorn tree is exponential. There's so much with a mustard seed. So, um literally, when we eyewitness the sprouting of ourselves, so if we have plans to foster our business, foster our family, foster our sportsmanship, foster our musical endeavors, foster our whatever goal it might be, we have to be grateful for any increase of positive, I would say the development in one positive versus the negative. So if we replace one negative with a positive, that is a win win win. Guess what? That paves the way for growing. And then you can implement that manifestation on a bigger scale. So these are the fundamentals here. These are the fundamentals to get to that because most often time there are places in which we want to accelerate. We want to go 0 to 63 point nine seconds in a Lamborghini and you know but We have to go through the fundamental to learn the formula, to apply it with a certain civility of ourselves and a certain pace for ourselves. And everyone's pace is different, but to get through those roots, then we can truly create our internal and external palaces of our mind and our soul and to experience all of the grandness of what this earthly dimension offers us. So, um, I guess maybe um, after I've expressed that this is important to note, that when we have the masters, and I always like to say that you become your master of yourself, master of your universe, right? But, the, you know, the masters truly throughout the ages, and we're speaking of, you know, the the Christ the master, the Buddha master, the Shekinah, the, the goddess, the enlightened masters, right? And so there are so many masters upon this earth, and there's hierarchies and so forth. Yes. And, but we have people that master. So the artisans of the world that that's the grand master of X, Y, and Z that's a grand master magician. That's a grand master mathematician, right? There's a grand master engineer, a grand master martial artist, a grand master crafts person. Uh, I mean, everything. So there's a grand master sculptor, archangel, you know, we can go into that with um the archangel realm in which the muse comes forth for us on earth to master ourselves but in the archangel realm that does help us with many things we just call upon the archangel realm to call upon us to help us with the mastery of ourselves when we want to embark on something so if i want to master something well perhaps i might um consider an Archangel that might assist me with that, so um, when Michelangelo literally said, "I saw the angel in the marble I carved to set him free, or that's by memory, so in that quote, just s- state with that, so we have Archangel Raphael, Archangel Gabriel, there's the muses of the divine, right, and so This is totally there for all of us to call upon and to call upon our celestial beings and anything ancestrally to help us, of course, and asking God, of course, the Holy Spirit, whatever you want to ask for, ask for that. But when I speak of masters in the notion of understanding more of our relativity of our time, our space, and our view of life, the master's. In the ethers, the masters in the celestial kingdom that observe all of us, that want to help us, please know that even though that, you know, there are events that have a long-range perspective and they have an extended vision for us as opposed to, and I'm not trying to be dismissive to anyone or minimize anyone, inclusive of myself, but we here on Earth at times do harbor short-term intervals of short-term range even if we may think we have a long-term range the masters before us okay all of the enlightened masters buddha christ everything the living and the otherworldly all of them all of them okay they see beyond 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 in that extended vast vision they want us to be reminded, though, that we can also have that extended vision if we allow ourselves to have that expansive vision of ourselves. So when we do declare to ourselves that our events and our lifetimes and the events that we want to create for ourselves, we deserve those beautifully you know, intentional manifest plans to lay out before us that we want to manifest those. And so from the perspective of our inner planes, we truly can develop the perspective and cultivate a sense of maybe with our um, eternal notion in our minds, externalizing, and we confront the daily tumult of this earth, this life, in with a proper ratio of a certain level of attachment, detachment, healthy boundary, discernment, healthy boundary, and with passion and dispassion, healthy boundary. So we truly look at the depths and the long range perspectives and that how we can develop further with that perspective, transcending this time space can, you know, continuum without the variables of our self imposed minimization, so I'll try to say that in a different way here, so okay, um the natural order of cosmic love, let's say that Christ upon the world moved so quickly, was the quickest, most rapid movement of acceleration possible truly, and so and other forms and Um, have truly give more of that introspection that other, uh, let's say, dogmas and other spiritual thought belief systems and other, let's say, religious platforms have literally expressed this in their own way. But this is the truth. So Christ did sacrifice beyond for us. And again, if you don't believe this, that's your own interpretation. I'm speaking for just to express this now. But Christ served this uh, immense depth of sacrifice for all of us. So when we have this expansiveness of that love and that dedication, that is the ultimate teaching of cosmic love. And so when we are in that image in which Christ sacrificed, it's just the human egos that take over afterwards that try to uh, speak in a pharisaical way. Then I'll discuss that another time. But for the present being of now, in that Christ consciousness, the cosmic love is the language, is the ultimate, the gargantuan momentum of... Teaching that love of Christ, teaching that love of that universal compassion, empathy. And so there are many here today, many, many on this world right now, in this plane, on this very planet. We're all in that awakening. We're moving quickly. We're moving rapidly. And we are aligning with that. We're aligning with that Christ consciousness. And we're also aligning with the Buddha consciousness, everything else that one wants to be respective with for their own. Yet in that exponential construct of how our souls are emerging and our spirits and our mind and our body and our frequencies, our cellular function, our materia, our astral soul star components, are moving at such a beautiful rate that it is beyond nothing can stop us. So that's something else I do want to say is that nothing can truly stop us when we're on the path. And so when we are in the components of nature and cosmic love and in that perpetual state of cosmic love, there is a most truly peculiar and particular planetary cycle that, is within us and amongst us. And so I wanted to just close off with the fact that when we welcome in the light, we illumine ourselves, we are illuminated. And I want to just take a moment to, to share with everyone the appreciation of the beauty of this world and the beauty of all of you, starseeds and lightworkers and friends and colleagues and everyone out there that just wants to share cosmic love and to help others affirm that let there be light, and so there was light. And so, when we speak of that, and we are filling our hearts and souls with that light, and we illuminate the minds and hearts and spirits of others, then we have the zest and to continue forth. And then it comes through in the most crystalline format, the most beautiful. An auspicious way in which we can declare ourselves deserving and worthy of the most ultimate spectrum from that cosmic love and into the manifestations that we want to entreat upon to create this life to be our heaven on earth. And remember that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of love, and the kingdom of God, yes, is within each and every one of you. And so I wanted to thank all of you again today for your participation. All of you that subscribe to my show, I truly appreciate your participation and your support and your presence here with us today. And I truly hope that you all have a most beautiful, um, upcoming two weeks for yourselves and that you have the majesty and you have the power and that you are and treating the world with the mastery of yourself and that you know that you are loved from the otherworldly being from god and frequencies that are of pureness thank you have a great weekend bye